test, 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 for the past few weeks, we've been exploring some of the more unmentionable parts of life and giggling incessantly about things like peeing accidents, hemorrhoids, and colonoscopies. So we thought we'd go a little bit more glamorous this episode and talk about my experience having a boudoir photo shoot. When my husband first asked me if I would ever be open to doing a photo session in lingerie, it sounded kind of fun and scandalous and sassy, and I was totally game. But as I searched for a photographer and eventually did the session, it became so much more than a sexy gift for my husband. It was a deeply empowering experience for me and gave me the gift of being able to see and love my physical form in a whole new way. As I approach 50 years old, my body looks and feels different than it did even just 10 years ago. I'm not in the best shape of my life and I'm rocking a pretty typical mom bod. New health issues like Hashimoto's and perimenopause have changed what it takes for me to lose weight, get more toned, and fit into those smaller sized clothes in my closet. But what if? What if I put on some sexy lingerie anyway and gave myself permission to radically accept and even love the shape that I have? I was very fortunate to meet Stephanie Shingen, a boudoir photographer whose passion is empowering women to do exactly that. She has clients of all ages, shapes, and sizes who, like me, are seeking to feel beautiful as we are. During my session, Stephanie was my cheerleader, coach, guide, and partner in creating images that I love and am proud of and will always treasure, and that my husband goes gaga for. I could not have asked for a more fun and supportive professional to walk this journey with me. And a very special shout out to Caitlin Spa, the makeup artist that Stephanie works with, who did my hair and makeup. These two are a dynamic duo that eased my nerves, kept me laughing, and made me feel absolutely gorgeous. So in this episode, I share the whole experience, including the hilarious panic I went through getting ready for my appointment. After the episode, I interview Stephanie to get some of her thoughts about why she does this work, what she remembers about my session, and what you can do to find the right photographer for you and prepare for your shoot. Please help me thank Steph and Caitlin by liking and following Boudoir by Steph and Makeup by Caitlin on Instagram. You can find them tagged and linked in our promo posts for this episode. So make sure to like and follow Salon Confessions podcast too. And then email us with your experiences having a boudoir photo shoot. Tell us about your experience and share those gorgeous pics with us at salonconfessionspodcast at gmail.com. And now... We hope you enjoy this episode we call La Photographia Boudoir. Ooh la la. Hey, all, welcome back to Salon Confessions. We are here in the nail studio. I am Harper here with Jen getting my nails done, about to have another conversation. So we're back. It's nice to be here. Do you have any confessionals this week? I haven't been able to come up with anything really good. So what have you got? I'm going to say my confession of the week is I would like society as a whole yeah. to normalize. Not everyone needs to be friends. This is like that repetitive topic we keep bringing up, but I'm a, a little bit different angle here. Okay. Because based on things we have talked about on previous episodes, I still have people trying to quote unquote fix it. It's not broken. It doesn't oh, need fixing. Yeah. And sadly enough, I was watching a reality show the other day and it's a group of women and two of them are not getting along and both of them are perfectly fine. Not being friends. Mm -hmm. They will be cordial in a group setting. They will be in the same spaces multiple times. They're both perfectly fine with where they are at. And I was like, wow, why is it not okay to say, you know what? We used to be best friends. We're not in that season anymore. Things have changed, but they're both perfectly fine with it. And why can't people just leave that alone? Yeah. That's my confession of the week. So not good, bad, or indifferent, but just, you know, food for thought. But I think more people are coming to that space. Yeah. It that, comes with, I think, emotional intelligence and maybe this whole break that we've all had with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just given everybody a new lease on what relationships need to look like. 
Maybe. I don't know. Anyways, just my my thoughts of yes. the week. Yes. Not even really a confession. My thoughts of the week. I like it. Okay. However, that's not our topic for the day. So we'll Moving come on. back to that. We'll come back to that one. Well, How to be mutually neutral. I like it. <laughs> You're such a wordsmith. <laughs> so today we are, what are we discussing today? So today we're talking about things that you might do to keep your intimate partnership lively and fun as well as empowerment. Okay. Um, interesting because that's one of those things I think many people, when you're in a relationship for any period of time, you get real stagnant, you get into routines. It is kind of hard. Yeah. Keep it fresh. Fresh. Yeah. Cause it takes thought and consideration. It so does. what's your recommendation? I don't know that it's a recommendation, but I will tell you what I did a few months ago. My husband asked me, Hey, would you ever consider doing boudoir photography? He asked you. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I'm kind of an exhibitionist anyway. So I was like, yeah, boudoir photography, like it's tasteful, not necessarily nude, might be in lingerie, might be nude, but it's more artistic. Yeah. I actually um, remember when we talked about uh, the gym I used to go to and how we all moved. Yeah. 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 Um, There was a, handful of women from the same gym like one person must have done it and then they all jumped on board yeah but they did them high heels and a dress or I remember one and because you're posting them on social media oh interesting and one of them maybe they didn't have clothing on but they would be like in a bathtub where you're only seeing right. the high heels sticking out right. so it's not even necessarily that you're seeing all body parts no not at all and I think one of them even wore like a short dress but I totally forgot about this so you said that but all of a sudden they're all popping up on social media with these pictures and obviously they're tasteful enough to just post them on their Instagram so they're not yeah. naked or even half naked but very empowering they said yeah I am a totally evangelist after going through this experience. Um, if it's the same photographer that you sent me a link to her yes. Instagram, I believe on her bio, yeah. it says empowering It is something. Oh, this is intriguing to me. Because the other thing you may or may not know, but I actually was in photography, like went to school for photography. Yeah. And what I wanted to do was boudoir photography. And a number of things happened in life that just didn't allow me to follow the path that I was on. And the schooling of photography kind of took away my passions, blah, blah, blah. But that's what I was interested in. And it was mm -hmm. from that concept of yep. empowering women and making them feel right. good in their skin, whatever size that skin exactly. is. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah, that I is know she niche. actually like. Yeah, she wants to do basically an intake interview and okay. understand what your motivators are. She really wants to focus on, do you feel empowered? You know, this is something that's really important and personal to you. It's meaningful in a particular way. Oh, I love it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I, I love that. I mean, anything with empowering women, I'm all about it. Yeah. But it's interesting because the first thing I had to figure out is like, how do I find somebody? And so I remembered many years ago, I had an acquaintance who said, yeah, I did this photo shoot and it was really sexy and it was really fun. And so I reached out to her and I said, hey, do you remember who you did your shoot with? And so she sent me the name of the business and she said, I honestly don't know if they're still in business. And when I looked it all up, I came up with the person that I came up with okay. who does boudoir photography. When I asked her, the photographer, how long she'd been doing this, she said, oh, about two years. And the person that I had spoken to definitively had it, had her photos taken like five or six or seven years ago. So I didn't really dig into it. All I know is I landed at the right place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. So ask trusted friends mm -hmm. for referrals. Well, and I have actually booked that a couple times and then not been able to. And I... I'm going to say maybe because I didn't feel like I had the right person yeah. is why I just didn't let it work out, I'm yeah. guessing, schedule-wise. But I have to tell you a funny story before you yes. tell me your experience. So I'm in Vegas um, a number of years ago with my very good friend, and we're staying in a timeshare. And it's the biggest bathtub you've ever seen in your <laughs> whole entire life in the 
master bath. I'm talking like four wide. Wow. Like you could fit four people. And it was not a hot tub. It didn't have any spa, yeah. jets, nothing. Just a bathtub. Just the biggest bathtub ever. Okay. So we would fill the tub and put in Epsom salts and sit on the edge and soak our feet. And it was not, nothing sexual. It was just right. like, we, I have this huge, because the master bedroom was mine. She was in the other room. But I was like, I have this huge tub. We yeah. might as well utilize it. You know, you're walking miles upon miles, right. lots of times in heels. So we were soaking our feet one night after we on our feet all day. And I was like, oh my God, we could do a lot with this bathtub. And she was like, wait, what are you trying to say? I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no. You're hitting on me right yeah. now. And it totally came across oh like my gosh. that. And I go, no, I'm thinking we could do like a boudoir shoot. And I really had to like break it down to the details. Cause she's like, what, 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 what you want me to do what? And I'm like, okay, no, listen to me. I'm yeah. talking like, you're going to cross your legs. You're going to cover your boobs. Like we yeah. didn't have any laundry. We didn't, we were there right. girlfriends hanging out on the town. Right. And she's like, okay, okay. I, I think I could do this. And I had these very sexy shoes with, and we wear the same size. So I was like, you can borrow my shoes. We can do the water running. So it got real funny. So <laughs> at some point, every single like person who wants to have sex with women who's listening to this right now is wishing that it would just turn into like a porno. I mean, no, it not porno. <laughs> I just remembered another piece. Okay. So we're getting it all set up, but we're complete amateurs. Like I have photography background, so I can take a kick-ass picture, but posing and all that mm-hmm. in a bathtub, I don't have a fucking clue. So we tried to have the water running. The tub is so big. And then here's the other thing. My girlfriend is like five feet tall. So it's so big. She can't get her feet from one end when her head's on the other end. And then she starts sliding down. So it's all, and then it's like, don't get the hair wet. Don't mess up the makeup. Like, okay, what are we doing? (laughs) Oh my God. I totally, so we had to do the tub the short way and both of us could barely get our feet to the other side of the tub. So we finally got some pretty hot pictures. If I do say so myself. And then we're trying to create a, like a collage, you know, yeah. to like send. So, but we didn't think this whole thing through. Imagine this. So we take these very sexy pictures of each other, which I've, we, I've known her for years. We've never seen each other naked. So we got to get past that. Right. Then at some point, I can't remember how or why, but in the mix, I had on a shirt, but I didn't have on pants. I don't remember the details, but someone rings the doorbell. <laughs> And I grabbed the closest pants, put them on. Oh, you know what I think it was? I think someone had on stretchy. I think she had on stretchy pants and my pants were going to get wet because I had to stand in the tub. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like that. Anyway, so I remember something about putting on the stretchy pants, going to check the door, coming back. We finished the whole thing and she's like, can I have my pants back? I mean, just like <laughs> such a shit show. Oh, my God. But fun. It was fun. Super fun. Yeah. Once we got past like the, okay, yeah. I'm seeing now, now, this many years later, I could see everyone naked. I wouldn't care. But at this point, I was a little more conservative. Yeah. So we've gotten past the point of, you know, seeing each other naked and get these really sexy pictures. And then we go out in the sun and we're like trying to create these collages and do all this stuff. What we didn't think through as we send these off to our significant others, we're both still with those same people. So all is well. However, we didn't think about the fact that they're going to be like, who took these photos? Uh, That's exactly what I was wondering. Yeah, no, we didn't get that far. So I was like, well, you know, (laughs) so-and-so. Really? Are you sure? I mean, I was like, okay. We had not thought about the fact we are in a completely different state. Right. Supposedly on a girl's trip. Right. Sending back not half naked, but completely naked photos. Yeah. And wondering why they're like questioning us. And we got it on both sides. Like, oh, well, no, trust me. It was, um... Do you want me to show you her pictures too so you can see we have both? And then she's like, why don't I like? Oh my God. Good times. Good times. So I'm guessing your experience was a little bit more professional than mine. Yes. And what I was a little worried about is I looked at her portfolio and her subjects were all in the same poses. And I was a little worried about that, to be honest, because I was sort of like, well, I want it to be me, right? I want it to be unique. And mm, that would totally be me because I'm always not trying to be like everybody else. Yeah. Okay. And ultimately, it was me in the photo, you know? So it doesn't really matter that she has a process and she's knowledgeable about what kinds of poses because everybody is individual. 
So the subject is different. And sorry, interjecting, but I have to assume that some of these poses are classic because they're what make everyone look good. Exactly. Oh, okay. I never thought about that. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yep. And she has a small studio. She said, okay, she laid the whole thing out. She said, okay, we're going to start on the bed. And then I want that to be sort of like your most revealing or kind of the the easiest, the most comfortable. She's trying to break you in. Exactly. And then she said, (laughs) and then we'll do like a sexy outfit and then we'll do this couch over here and then we'll do this chair and then we'll do the rug. And, you know, she kind of gauges it with what people have brought for outfits. So we saved the sauciest stuff for the end. Which is so smart because it gives you time to get you, the subject, to get comfortable with the photographer and in any situation, clothing or not, the longer you spend with someone, the more comfortable you get, the more relaxed you are. Right. Oh, she's really got this down pat. She does. She was very good. Okay. But I have to backtrack because I was totally panicked before I left. And so I'm at home. I need to leave. And I was coming here to get my nails and toes done. I'm giggling because you have to know she flew in here. It's cold as fuck and she flew in here with soaking wet hair in a tank top and did you have like flip flops on or something yes soaking wet hair and i forgot i was like what is going on tank top flip flops because my husband works from home oh yeah and i had packed a suitcase so even though he had requested this you made this appointment and he did not know you were doing it so i wanted it to be a surprise even though he had you know, suggested it mostly because if he knew that it was going on at the time, he would have just been like, Oh, he'd have been all over you. He would have just been relentless about the yes, whole thing. He would have been trying to pick out outfits exactly. and make suggestions exactly. and hold exactly. your hand. And, and I maybe did hold want it camera. to be, I know exactly. <laughs> and I did want it to be empowering for me. You know, yes. I wanted it to be like my thing that I did for myself and then shared with him okay. instead of the reverse. Yeah. And just to have it be a fun surprise too. That was fun for both of us. So I'm trying to keep it a secret. Uh, so fortunately he had a really busy day at work that day. And so he's locked in the basement, but I had to like carry my suitcase through the house so that it wouldn't, he wouldn't hear the wheels. Oh my gosh. Like 10 minutes before I left, I realized, I don't even think I realized anything. I just panicked. I just totally panicked. All of a sudden I had just jumped out of the shower and I wanted to throw like five other things in the suitcase I'm looking for props and I don't even, I truly like, it's all a blur right now. All I know is I I left the house with a towel on my head. I had brought a sweatshirt, but I was sweating because I'm running around. I had just gotten out of a hot shower. Uh, All I knew is I needed to get here so that we could get this done. And so then I could head down there. I I was just in a total state. Mm -hmm. So related to that, I have a postscript confession to add at the end of our little conversation here, which I can't share now because I don't think you'll recover. So <laughs> I'll save that to the end. Okay. And we can just leave it on a we're dying and crying note. Okay. So I get here and you were dying anyway, because I, I truly like I I got I drove up and took the towel <laughs> off of my head. So my hair is so not just soaking wet, it's like I just got out of the shower and towel dried my hair. Like I haven't put a comb through it. It's been up in a towel for 10 minutes. Like it was so ridiculous. And then you were fantastic. So this is a tip because I was trying to think like, what do I want for color? And I had two black outfits, a red outfit and a blue outfit. And normally I like color and I knew I didn't want it to be like a pale color. Like I didn't want a light gray or anything like that. But I kind of wanted something with sparkle. You know, I wanted it to have a little bit of pop. And so I was trying to figure out, do I want a purple or a mauve? And finally, you were just like, no, listen, how about black? And it had not even crossed my mind to do black. And then you started pulling them out. I was like, oh, my God, yes, this is perfect. So thank you for that. You're welcome. And that I'm not sure if that's the nail tech in me or the photographer in me or maybe a combination it's of the two. It's the creative two, artist in you. Maybe. That I just knew if we threw purple on with yeah. the red. Was, yeah. And, and you don't want the nails. Like you want them to look good, but you don't want right. them to detract from the total look. And I felt like had we done any amount of color, yeah, it was going to detract yes. from... And it totally would have. Looking at the pictures later, it totally would have. I'll pat myself on the back. Later. Yeah. No, that's 100% credit to you because I was going all over the place. So 
I had straight there from here. It was super snowy that day and get there, walk in with my suitcase. And like, I still don't have any makeup on and my hair's dry, but you know, I, I ran a comb through it at some point, but still, like, I think I still walked in in my tank top because I was still hot, but they were doing your hair and makeup there. Exactly. Right. Okay. So she had somebody come in and meet me there and the stylist came in and she was just adorable and she just got to work and she had an airbrush and she had a curling iron and the whole thing took her 35 minutes for okay. hair and makeup yeah oh my gosh like I'm she impressed. was a machine wow it went so fast hmm. and she kept me talking and she was telling stories and I don't know I think it was just natural but it was so helpful I wasn't super nervous but you know I was like you know yeah and it just broke the ice and it just made it really fun and comfortable. You know, she's super complimentary and just made me feel like I was not going to look like an idiot basically. Uh, okay. So then we get into the pictures and she started me out with my most, my least saucy outfit or something like that. Something that you're going to be really comfortable in and not feel as overly revealing. And we're going to start on the bed and she had a bed and two couches and then this chair and then a silhouette screen. So started out with that. It was like, okay, this feels like what I thought it was going to feel like. You know, it was just like, okay, I'm posing, right? It wasn't natural feeling. Okay. And then she said, okay, so let's switch to the next one. And the next one was supposed to be sexy. So I put on the red stuff. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So now do this. And then she like made me do butt poses. And I was like, oh, sweet Jesus. (laughs) She's like, I know, I know, but just trust me. Just trust me. Wow. And so then, you know, at that point, just kind of like, okay, well, this lady has been photographing my ass for a while now. So (laughs) I guess we can be friends. And she was just funny and nice and delightful. And then I had a royal blue set and I said, blue is kind of my color. So I'm excited about this one. She goes, okay, well, let's get into that one. And we'll do, we'll do it on this couch because it matches the couch, whatever. And I came out and she was like, damn, that is your color. Afterwards, she said, when you came out in the blue, that's when you relaxed. Oh, finally. interesting. Okay. So you felt confident yeah. whether it was the outfit or the color, the combination or, or, or a I, compliment. Yeah. Or, okay. So then I started suggesting like, hey, could we do this kind of pose? Could we do this kind of pose? And she goes, yeah, let's try it. And then she fixed it, right? Like I had an idea, but yeah. then she made it look good. And so then we did some fun things with that one. And, and then I just had a very simple like brawn panties kind of thing. And she goes, okay, so let's do this one next. And then we'll save the really saucy stuff for the end. And I was like, okay. And I didn't know how I was going to feel about just being in like bra and panties. I don't know why it felt like very traditional. Those, those are some of my favorite pictures. Interesting. I know. Cause they feel very natural. Like the theme came across as just, you know, you're just kind of hanging out at home. Okay. Right. But you look super gorgeous and sexy. Like we all do when we're just hanging around right. at home in our underwear, yeah. we all look totally stunningly gorgeous. So that was really fun. And then the last set that I had was sort of bondagey, just going to put it all out there, little bondagey and not really anything on top. So I I go into change and I was like, Oh my God, this woman and I are really going to be friends now. (laughs) No messing around. This is the real deal. Like I am bearing my everything to a stranger right now. I really like her. So I think it's going to go well. And at that point, it's all bets are off. We've been through it. I've suggested some. So I'm suggesting poses. And I was like, what about this? And she goes, okay, well, can you squeeze your boobs together a little bit more? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) What else do you want me to do? (laughs) And then at the end, she had one other pose that she went in. And so she starts setting it up. And I knew exactly what she was going for because she had brought out a poof and like this fuzzy rug. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know what you're going for. She's like... I haven't even told you. And I was like, well, like this, right? And so I, you know, get into the pose that I knew she was going to use. She was like, yeah, how'd you know? And I was like, oh, clearly I'm made to be a centerfold. (laughs) (laughs) Her job has to be very fun. Yeah. I'm kind of jealous, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking, too. So she just was absolutely delightful. And she, like, it was never weird. And she was really affirming and not like complimentary affirming, just, okay, you've got this. Oh, that's great. It was just made really comfortable. 
the problem was I knew that after getting all gussied up with my hair and makeup, like it's not like hair and makeup before your wedding. It's like hair and makeup to be in a porno, you know, like it's, it's <laughs> sex makeup. So I was like, oh shit, I'm never going to get home. And there's no way that Hudson is not, not going to not going to be suspicious yeah. of something. Something. Like, where have you been? And yeah. why are you have all that makeup on? Yeah. And she said, well, if you want, you know, you could just have them join you for the preview next week of the photos. And I said, that's probably a good idea. Cause I really don't think I'm going to get in the house without, especially carrying a suitcase. Right. <laughs> like, oh God, I yeah, should hope he asks questions right. at that point. <laughs> yeah. That could have gone left. Yeah. So I get home and I, you know, home for a minute and Hudson comes down. And he's like, well, hello. Mm-hmm. And he's looking at me and I knew that he knew right away. Like yeah. he had put all the pieces together in a heartbeat, even though I hadn't told him anything about like, yeah, I'm scheduling that. I hadn't talked about it at all, but he just knew, like I could tell he knew he's smiling at me and he goes, well, let's have dinner and, you know, let me pour you a glass of wine and then you can tell me about your day. <laughs> <laughs> and I want all the details. And what he said was start with yesterday. And so I started with my work day the previous day you know, he's a great listener. So he's like, Oh, oh, that must've been interesting. Oh, what did you say to that? You know? And then he goes, and what happened today? <laughs> he's hilarious. I know. I know. So I let the cat out of the bag. He's like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and I guarantee you part of him was like, good answer. Yeah. Cause the alternative wouldn't have been good. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Exactly. He was like, okay, so tell me like, how did she know how to pose you? Now, somebody's, you're in somebody's studio. They're a professional. You are not a professional. I was, I'm definitely not a professional. And I'm not a professional anything in relation to being photographed. He was like, well, show me like some of the poses that you did. And, and so <laughs> I was trying to model for him what she was doing. And I just looked like an idiot. I just looked <laughs> ridiculous. And I was like, she kind of had me on my back. Like I was supposed to like tilt my head this way and put my arm this way. And he's like, oh, I'm sure his expectations were going down. I know. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And what was so funny is I was like, how did she do that? Like I was just there an hour ago. Yeah. How she made it seem so easy. So easy. Mm. So easy. And that's when I was really especially appreciative of how professional she had been. Like this is somebody who really knows their stuff. I'm impressed that you like had posing ideas I would literally even with the photography background I would like I don't know but cool that you had ideas and then she knew how to tweak them to look right for the camera yeah I was a little nervous about that and it it worked out really well so it was a week and then we got to preview the pictures and so we were on both watching and and he's just like losing his mind he's like oh my god he he was so beautiful pleasantly surprised after the amateur posing exactly to do after my recreation his uh the bar was low so yeah that was probably good though because then it was exciting well and he wouldn't have cared if they were were terrible like he he was so excited that i thought you looked beautiful absolutely Mm -hmm. that was really fun and and then you know picked out the photos that we wanted and waiting to get the album and all of that and so overall, I, I really, I'm a super major evangelist at this point. Like people need to do this. And she asked me if she could use some of my photos. What I didn't expect was that she was going to use one with my face on her Instagram. I, I sort of thought she was going to do the headless ones, but they were very taste Like they were PG 13, basically maybe R. I don't know. So after she gives the photographer the okay, she sends me kind of a panicked text. Like, oh my God. I said it was okay. Is this okay? Did you? <laughs> so I pull up the first picture and I'm like, oh my God. I would not even, I would have scrolled right past and not even known it was you. Yeah. Because the hair is, well, and... it's upside down. The hair is makeup. Yeah. The hair is different. The hair is different. The makeup's different. So I show the upside down picture to my husband and I go, do you recognize this person? And he's like, well, not upside down. And I go, okay. And then I take my phone back and he's like, are you going to turn it over? I said, no, your answer was right. <laughs> if I recall, one picture still really did show your face and was upside right. But again, the it's it was kind of cut off, but the hair and makeup is so different. Yeah. I don't even think if you're mo- 
if your mom, which she would never end up on that Instagram page, but even if your mom ended up yeah. on that Instagram page, don't think she'd be like, oh my God, that's my daughter. I just. Yeah. I don't think so either. Yeah. You look amazing. Thank you. Look you. Amazing. Thank you. And I do look like myself, but you know, like you don't walk around your life looking like that. Right. So I don't feel like. I got transformed into somebody that I'm no, not. No, 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 no. You, you totally look like you. I just feel like if someone was scrolling, yeah, I they wouldn't pick up on the fact that it was you. And so she asked me if she could use some pictures. And I said, yeah, absolutely. Because I was just blown away. I was like, these are, I'm, and not like I look so beautiful. Like the pictures were just really beautiful. I said, yes, but I would ask you to make sure to include my age because I'm 48. And I think everybody, no matter your size, age, shape, Oh, that was smart. And so I want to make sure that people know, like, this is a 48-year-old woman who is doing this crazy thing. What I love about all of this, and you guys have to know, this is the first time we've discussed the experience. Yes. Because we've had no time to catch up. Yes. What I love about all this is it started out as something that your husband requested. And you thought you were doing it to... Do something cool for him. Yeah. Add a little spice to your relationship. Right. But what you got out of it really had nothing to do with any of that. Yeah. It was way more about feeling empowered, feeling beautiful. Yeah. All of those things. I yeah. love it. So really, I mean, this is something, whether people are in a relationship or not. Yes. It would be a good experience totally. for them to have a picture of themselves, whether yes. they want to hang it on the wall or not. But just the experience of feeling so beautiful. Yes. And seeing the finished product. Because- you do look freaking amazing. You look like a centerfold. Like, Thank you. You look amazing. Thank yes. you. And I do not have a centerfold body. And I'm okay with that. But that was sort of one of my questions. Like, how am I going to feel about that? Yeah. And I feel better than ever. And I, when I was in photography school and we, you know, did a few different things, I seem to recall, I mean, obviously things have changed, but a lot of what you saw when people did boudoir was Photoshop. Oh, yeah. And it's come a long ways that we don't have to Photoshop off every lump and bump and whatever. This woman has perfected the right angle to make you feel the most confident she can in your skin. Yeah. And to be authentically you and that it's not all Photoshopped. Yeah, exactly. Like even the stuff that I don't love about how my body is put together, it looked like me. And that was fine because Mm -hmm. it was like, Oh, I haven't really seen my butt that way, but all right. Yeah, but what I would tell you looking at it like, oh, my God, she looks flawless. That was literally my thought. And I'm like, yes. And I'm like, well, damn, I'm kind of jealous. I don't think. Well, that's why you need to do this. I was thinking, I don't think I would look like that, but I guess I need to try. You 100% would. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it was very, very fun. Highly recommend. Yes, there was. It definitely added a little spice to our love life and relationship, but it was mostly like the fun of it, you know, and Hudson loved that I felt so empowered by it. And he is just like wants to rave and show them to everybody like how beautiful my wife is like not even like look at my sexy wife, just right. look at my beautiful wife. Aww, that's so, so sweet. I know. So very, very highly recommend. And did you say this is allowed to be shown? This is not allowed to be shown? I think we have a good understanding that okay. it's, it's not really so for you, public consumption. Okay. So you didn't okay sharing any of them? No. Okay. No. I think that's good because it does. It should be between the two of you. Yeah. If you choose to share them. Right. But even my little Vegas in the bathtub shoot, I wanted to show people. I know. Like, look at me. Right? I look pretty fucking amazing and it was a Vegas bathtub photo shoot oh god so funny I love that so we have plenty of ideas now you know I had already had my daughter when I did my little bathtub shoot Mm -hmm. and what I'm probably most self-conscious of is I birthed one child but the amount of wrinkly skin I have in my abdomen you would think I birthed 10 Mm -hmm. I you can't really cover that up if I'm trying to cover one area you know I could only cover so many areas when I was literally naked yeah but it didn't bother me at all in the picture and it's visible yep but I thought everything else looked so good it didn't matter yep so I guess I didn't realize that I kind of came away from that quite empowered um obviously when you have a professional do it you get more than one or two shots in a bathtub so you know it's just (laughs) a overall experience but yeah I guess I had a little bit of that yeah Good stuff. I know. And you don't have to get all kinds of fancy lingerie. I did. But 
you definitely don't have to. Like she has in her portfolio, like people who come in in t-shirts and oh. one woman who just came in with jeans and suspenders. Okay. Right? So whatever your style is. Yeah. If you're whatever not a lingerie your style person. is. Well, and those girls I was telling you about, I don't know that they were in lingerie. They were wearing, and I can't remember because it's been years, but I just remember like heels and a bathtub yeah. and maybe a dress. A lot of them were wearing just real simple dresses, yeah. but obviously made to feel very sexy right. based on how they were posed. Yeah. And, Yep. Hmm. So you don't have to spend a million dollars at a lingerie store. And I think one of the tips you gave in the very beginning was ask a friend, do some research. Because I don't want to say there aren't any that I would hope. Nobody is not reputable or creepy. Because there's a lot of people that do this. They're very professional. Totally. But especially with Instagram, you can kind of see people's work. You can know if it's something you're Mm -hmm. comfortable with. Make a phone call. Ask Mm -hmm. 1,001 questions to make sure it's the right fit. And if it's not the right fit, move on and, you know, keep trying. Because she definitively cared about how I felt about it all. Not just, okay, I'm going to get some money out of you for your photos. That's very cool. So super, super cool. Okay. So we are almost out of time, but I have to give you my final postscript confession. (laughs) (laughs) So before I do that, because truly like you might fall off your chair laughing, um, if you have feedback, thoughts, comments, stories to share, um, salon confessions podcast at gmail.com salon confessions podcast on the socials. We'd love to hear your stories. Oh, yeah. And if you go get those pictures taken, feel free to send them to us. We'd love to see them. I mean, we don't need to see you naked, but, you know, you have a photo, you feel empowered. Send it on. I love it. Send it it on. Share it. Okay. Remember almost a year ago when I got waxed for the first time? Yes. And shared that story. Yep. And we were talking about getting waxed in the back. Yep. You were saying, well, like, how else are you going to deal with the hair in the back? Yeah. I said, how do people shave their ass? I believe was my How do people shave their ass? (laughs) So let's just reflect back on the panic that I was in. Oh, God. On my way. And one of the things I totally panicked about was, oh, my God, what if she photographs my ass? And maybe, like, I don't know. I don't know what you can see back there. I don't know. Maybe it's gross. I don't know. (laughs) Totally panicked. (laughs) I can't believe you didn't tell me this. That's because I had to wait. Oh, my God. No, I'm saying when you came to get your nails and toes done for the shoot. The whole thing. I know. (laughs) So here's, here's so what you I were not report. freshly waxed for the. I was not. Oh wow! I know, right? That was very bold of you. I know. I would have been panicked. Like I was. I would have been like, and oh my god! Part of it is that we had been traveling, and like I just didn't think it all through well enough, right? Okay. I just didn't plan ahead. So I was busy like shaving, 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 <laughs> and I was like, uh, 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 uh. Okay, so uh, you still can't tell me how you shave your ass without... Well, you just sort of, like, graze by... You, like, you just lift your leg up higher, basically. Uh, oh, so it can be done. I've never tried. I'm never going to try. Okay. But you're telling me The shaving possible. the ass part, <laughs> that was really not the challenge. <laughs> okay. The shaving the ass part was not the challenge. That was just, like kind of weird but okay fine the challenge was the stubble uh-huh afterwards uh-huh oh a couple days later uh-huh oh yeah no <laughs> and we went on this really long hike oh no and I was nearly crying and I felt like, do I just need to go and pick up some like diaper rash cream? Like I am in so much pain right now. Yeah. um, FYI, if you have never waxed before, when you wax, it comes in with no stubble. It's soft. Yeah. (laughs) You're not supposed to have stubble. Yeah. (laughs) So the issue is not with the shaving. The issue is with the stubble. The aftermath. The aftermath. Because, (laughs) oh my God. So it took me like a week to recover, and that was absolutely the worst part of the entire experience. But you didn't have anything in your pictures. Well, well and she would have. The dumb thing is, she would have photoshopped it out. <laughs> like if it was really a, 
And it's not like she was up in there. Like there was nothing to see. I just panicked. So you, I just panicked. <laughs> so high inside. You should not have shaved your ass. I should definitely not have shaved my ass. And on that note, we're out. <laughs> Nailed it. I hope we've all learned a valuable lesson here. Do not shave the back. But even more importantly, isn't it time for you to feel as gorgeous as you are? If you are considering boudoir photography, do it. In this bonus content, I interview Stephanie Shingen of Boudoir by Steph to reflect on my session and learn from the expert herself how to find and prepare for a session of your own. If you have a chance to work with Steph, I wholeheartedly recommend her for this special experience. Listen to our interview and you will hear how much she loves this work of empowering women and helping them feel simply spectacular. Hi, Stephanie. How are you today? I'm good, Harper. How are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to reconvene with you. Uh, it's been almost a year since I did my shoot with you. And um, so we're remastering the episode about boudoir photography and wanted to get you on um, as a guest and talk a little bit more about why you do this work, what you love about it, you know, why women should really consider this. Um, we both have animals around. I have a cat and a dog at my feet. You've got a dog with you. So yes. this should be interesting. Yes, yes. <laughs> we'll see how it all goes. Okay, so first off, I wanted to start with just tell me a little bit about how you got into this work and why you've been doing it. Yeah, so I've been doing photography for a little over five years, and I used to kind of do all kinds of different photography. So I kind of did it as a hobby to start out. My husband had bought me a camera for Christmas and told Whoa. me I needed to find a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> so that was his hobby that he gave me, but I actually ended up falling in love with it. Um, and so I started kind of just doing random kind of shoots for people. People would ask me to do like, you know, a couple's like engagement shoot, or I would do a wedding and um, senior photos, all that kind of stuff. And I would take the photos and it was fun, but I never really was like in love with the photos that I would take. I just didn't feel confident about it and then I found boudoir and, and as a plus-size woman in this world it can be kind of hard to find people to trust to take your photo in kind of like an intimate kind of setting and all the empowerment and all that that comes along with it so I found boudoir I ended up kind of my friends actually kind of egged me on to do it they were telling me to do it and I was like I don't know if it's for me like I don't know anything about it I don't know anything about lingerie so they were like, just try it. Just see how you what you think and just give it a try. And I was like, fine. So my one friend, I love her to death, but I told her, I said, if we're gonna do this, then you have to be my guinea pig because I said, I've never done this. I don't know, I don't know anything about posing. I don't know anything about lighting or any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So she said, Fine, yep, I'll do your I'll be your guinea pig. So we rented out the studio and it was a hot mess, but we did it and ended up working out. We got some good photos. So I ended up making a Facebook page. I posted a couple of her photos and I received a really good feedback from people. So then I kind of got like confident with it. And I was like, okay, well, this is fun. I like the photos. And so I played around with some more friends and I had them come do shoots with me and I still was getting really good feedback from it. So then I kind of was like, this might be a thing. And from there, it kind of turned into, I went and got a studio space of my own and just kind of kept working with more people. But the longer I've been doing this, it's really been a cool thing. It's been a really awesome journey because it started off as I just really like these photos. They're really fun. They're really cool. Everyone is excited about them too. Now I work with all kinds of women from all different backgrounds, ages, sizes, shapes, and I'm able to give them this experience that, you know, they wouldn't otherwise probably do. And everyone has a different reason for doing it. And it's now become so much more than the photos. I get to work with women who have, are doing it for a gift, for an anniversary or a birthday. You know, I've even had people who are dealing with past traumas and they're trying to heal from those traumas and trying to take back their empowerment and their confidence from that past trauma. And so it's just become way more now than just the photos for me. And so that's really what has made this just a really empowering and awesome journey for me to be on. Oh, I love that story so much because that passion that you share, like it came through so strongly. 
you were so excited to be in that process with me. And I remember that first conversation where you called me and you're like, why do you want to do this? And, and just the fact that you asked me that question, right? Like that was such a meaningful moment for me that made me feel like, yeah, I definitely want to work with this woman because it it gave me the sense that you cared as much about why I was doing it as what the outcome was going to be. And I felt like that carried through in the session because, you know, you're asking me, you know, all of these questions about how do you want these to look or how do you want to feel? And so while you had this process, it was very personal and it was very relational and you're so gifted at that. And I'm just so grateful that I found you um, in order to be able to do this. And my, my reason was, is all about, you know, kind of empowerment and giving myself this gift, but it was initially an idea from my husband, but then it was so much more about how I wanted to feel as a nearly 50 year old woman. And I have the photos on my phone and every once in a while, I'll just pull them up because it's just so incredible to think about, yeah, that's me. And I think as women too, like we're just like naturally really hard on ourselves, right? Like we pick ourselves apart, like the smallest little things that we only see and nobody else ever will ever pay attention to, but we're so hard on ourselves. And so that's the awesome thing about doing a session is that you can pull up the photos and you can look at yourself and you'd be like, look at how freaking fantastic I look. Like, look at how good I like and confident I was during that time. And it helps kind of remind you of like that mindset that you had during that time. And I think that kind of helps too, you know? It's always the gift that keeps on giving because obviously your husband was yeah. more than thrilled with the photos. I <laughs> still to this day tell people he told me that I deserve an Oscar. So <laughs> I was like, I don't think I qualify for an Oscar, but if I could, I'll happily accept it. <laughs> yeah, yes. we have the um, the one photo. So you've got a, I don't know what you would call it, the lighted wall. The light wall, yes. Yeah. And so how would you describe that wall? My light wall is my, well, I found a space where I'm based out of, and it's a very, it's not like a dark space, but there's really no natural light. And I used, I used to shoot in natural light and that's what I was comfortable with. So I had to come up with a way to, uh, light my studio that was comfortable, like for me to be able to like, feel like my photos were still reflecting my style. And so I came up with this idea on the top of my head that I threw to my husband and he's a great man and he made it work, but I was just like, I want this big wall of lights and I want to take pictures in front of it. And he was like, um, okay. (laughs) And so I was like, let's just buy these big led panels. So there are, I want to say nine, nine or 12, uh, like ceiling light panels. Like if you were at like an office and you looked up in the ceiling, there's a light panel above your head. They're just um, set on these wood brackets behind that curtain and they just light up that whole space. And then there's a curtain in front of it to hide them. So when I take pictures in front of it, you can't tell that that's what they are. And then I just kind of play around with the light and mimic it and then just kind of get different poses and shots. And I like it because it's kind of like dark and moody or I can make it more bright and airy. So, yeah, it's just something I I invented off the top of my head, <laughs> hoping it you would work. You should patent that or something <laughs> because it looks so cool. And there's that picture where I'm laying on the floor yes. and a few of them on the, on the floor. And that's the one that we did the, the framed version of in our bedroom. And we have house sitters and our kids, you know, kind of like they're teenagers and 20 yeah. But yeah. still, like they kind of come and go and every once in a while, I'm like, I should just turn that down. <laughs> <laughs> Own it. Just, you rocked it. You did so good. It was so funny because I remember you being like, not like shy. I don't want to say shy, but you know, you were kind of like more nervous. Yeah. At first. I remember you totally came out of your shell and it was that blue outfit that you wore that you came out and I could just tell that she was, I was like, she's feeling herself right now. And um, yeah. And from there it was super easy. You like totally fell into it. Just own it. Keep it on the wall. Be like, yeah, Yeah. that's me. It's art. It's art. It is. It, It looks very artistic. And, you know, I had shared with friends that I did it. And so I would show them the pictures and I was showing a couple of girlfriends and one of them was like, I'm not sure comfortable seeing your nipples. And I was like, okay, we'll just skip those. 
Like just saying, well, well, the thing is, I always think that's so funny too about like nipples is that like people come in and they're so nervous about doing certain things or whatever. Like, honestly, I'm like, it's whatever you're comfortable with. Uh I've been doing this for so long that at this point I've seen it all. Like, yeah. A nipple's a nipple, you know, but I understand that not everybody feels that way. She's yeah. like, once you've seen one, you've seen them all. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. And so if people are thinking about doing this, why should you seriously consider doing it? Well, I think for one, I think like I kind of hit on before, I think in our society, we as women, there's just a certain beauty standard that everyone feels that they need to be at. Mm -hmm. You need to look a certain way. You need to walk a certain way. You need to be able to whatever. Mm -hmm. All the things that society makes us feel. And the one thing about boudoir is that there's nothing that comes as a requirement and you're able to just love yourself and embrace yourself as you are. Cellulite and all. I know yeah. all the, you know, there's just so many things that people are so picky about and we're just here to love every piece and part of you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, yes, it is an investment. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, you want to find the photographer that works the best for you and like that you feel the most comfortable with. But it is worth every single penny because at the end of the day, you're going to walk out of it. And like, you've already kind of hit on, you're going to look back on them and you're going to remember how good you felt. And it's just really cool to see people's reactions to them too, if you're, you know, wanting to show people. So just for the experience and the confidence that you get out of it and, you know, the relationship, hopefully you can build with a photographer. It's just worth every penny in my opinion. Yeah. I totally agree. There's something about the process that you sort of have to have this radical acceptance of your body. And I remember really specifically, you were like, okay, now we're going to do the booty shots. And my ass is not my favorite part of my body. And it's okay. Like, okay, that's not my favorite part of my body. And you're like, this is what we're going to do. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) I know, but you did it. And they turned out great. I did. I, and it gave me something to look at that side of myself, literally <laughs> with just a little bit more like, I can see how that's great. I can see it. it like it's a moment. Right. And Absolutely. there's so much about diet culture and weight culture. Like if we're not looking to somehow change and transform our bodies, like if we're just in sort of acceptance of what we look like and what we weigh and what the mm-hmm. scale says, that's sort of countercultural at this point. Oh, absolutely. And so to be in a space where you sort of have to just radically accept, like, this is what I look like and this is my body and my shape and it's going to look great in this photo. It was, it felt really rebellious in a way, which was kind of fun. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing too. I mean, you're doing something that's completely out of your comfort zone. There's nobody that I work with. Oh, I mean, okay. I could say I've been doing this for well over three years now. And of all the people that I have worked with, I can maybe count on one hand people that have come in like gung-ho, ready to go yeah. and are like not afraid of anything. Otherwise, most people, it is completely out of their comfort zone. And yeah. they're not used to seeing themselves at that angle. You know, they're not used to seeing, (laughs) you know, it's kind of like, I always make jokes with people, even since you've come in, obviously I've evolved and changed some of my posing. And so there's some that I do now and I'm like, it's kind of a whole series of booty shots. And I even tell people like jokingly, I'm like, I bet you never thought anyone was going to take a picture of your booty like this before. And they're like, nope, never thought this was going to happen. So, you know, you just have to kind of embrace it. And I always have to tell people too, you got to trust the process because I'm going to put you in positions that are going to feel really weird and they're going to feel really awkward. And then you're going to see it and you're going to be like, okay, this isn't that awkward. Or like, it doesn't look that weird. She knows what she's doing. She's only a little crazy. You know what I mean? So in the, in the episode, you know, I talk about, I was trying to like redo the poses when I got home and I was just (laughs) like lost, but because you're a professional, like you said, trust the process, trust the professional, you know, how to put people in positions and in, in the, the frame that yes. is going to really look great. And mm-hmm. we can't do that ourselves with a selfie timer. Correct. <laughs> because, I because mean, yes. A skill set to that. And it was really, really super fun to watch you be creative in your process as well. Cause I could feel, you know, you'd be like, oh, let's try this. Let's try this. Mm-hmm. And so you're in an active experience. When you go to do like family portrait photography, it's all the same. My friend just got married 
and the <clears throat> wedding photos, it was clear, like they had a system. Okay, now we get this person in the photo. Now we get this person in the photo. And this was such a different experience. It wasn't just, yeah. it was, here's what we're trying to evoke. Here's the angle that we're going to try. And yeah. so it's a very physical experience as opposed to just creating a 2D image. It's yes. completely in it. I do. I do get really excited. So if I'm working with somebody and they bring in a certain prop or if they bring in a certain request, it definitely gets me more excited and I enjoy breaking it up because obviously, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. Obviously I have a process. I have a, a flow of like how we're going to do everything in my head based on like what you bring in for outfits. I can kind of say like in my head, I'm like, okay, we're going to start here. We're going to go here. We're going to go here. We're going to go here. And I can work through it that way. But if you bring in something, you know, I've had people bring in some really fun props like I've had someone two people brought in like bow and arrows bow and arrows were really fun the one lady was super funny she brought it in and she brought four arrows three of which didn't have like a like an arrow on it they were just like yeah. you know whatever and then of course the one that I wanted to use was pink and it had an arrow on it and so <laughs> she was like she like held it back she like pulled it the string back of the arrow and she was holding it and I was trying to get this really and I got the cool shot but then I could see her arm starting to shake and I was like oh okay I was like all right let's take a little break before I get <laughs> shot with an arrow and then I got to explain that to my insurance company yeah how right I shot with an arrow in my studio taking a oh photo my God. So, <laughs> Um, so yeah, like I've had some really cool things like that. And, or like I had one girl who brought in a paintball kind of thing where we did paintball paint all over her. So that makes it fun for me when we get yeah. to do different things like that, because then I get to be creative and I get to yeah. do different poses and all that stuff. And so that's fun. Honestly, yeah. as far as the evolution of where I've started, it's honestly just playing around. Sometimes I will be working with somebody and they will naturally fall into a pose. They're just talking to me and like, say they just, whatever, put their arms back behind them and they sit kind of different. And all of a sudden I'll be like, hold on, hold that. They're like, okay. I take the picture and I'm like, oh, I love it. And then from there, that's how my yeah. poses kind of evolve. And then I'll just yeah. slowly fall in love with new things that way. I love that because it works. Yeah. You know, it does, and, yeah. and it does make it more individual and more personal. As, as I looked through the photos, it felt like it was me. And I remember you had that hat. And I remember that was one thing that was fun to play with, was yes. that hat that you had. Yeah, I <laughs> love those pictures with the hats. That's so almost fun. when you were finally getting into it. I, I know. So you use somebody who comes in and does hair and makeup. I called her an adorable yep. machine. She is, Caitlin. Yes. <laughs> Caitlin's How did you meet yeah. her? Well, she messaged me on Instagram. We always oh, cool. joke that we're saying, we say we met online. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we're dating each other. Um, yeah. But we're not, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, she messaged me at prior and asked me if I was looking for anybody. At the time, I wasn't. Then I needed somebody, so I messaged her. And then she just became pretty much my full-time person. Every now and then, I'll work with a couple other people, but she's my, like, go-to okay. girl. Yeah. She always knows how to listen to everybody really checks in with them and make sure that they're looking the yeah. way that they want to look. The biggest thing that I get is I get a lot of people who don't wear a lot of makeup on a normal day-to-day yeah. -day basis. So yeah. their concern is that they're going to look like a drag queen or they're going to yeah. look like someone that they're not. One thing about hair and makeup is that for photos, you always are going to have to wear a little bit more than your average day-to-day -day, like makeup. And especially if you're not used to wearing makeup, it's going to feel like a lot, but the camera picks up a lot of things that you wouldn't normally mm -hmm. see. And like, so we have to do a little bit more, but she's really great about like walking everybody through and the one thing that everyone always says, so I was like, I feel prettier than I did on my wedding day. Like oh, she's cool. super good about just making yeah. everybody feel good. And that's a great way to start, right? So if you're yeah. done with your hair and makeup and you feel good about that part, yes. you feel really pretty there. And then you're going into the session and you're feeling really good already. Mm -hmm. Then that really helps too. And that really is a big part of it. So she's awesome. I love that you do that because that was definitely part of my getting comfortable with what was about to yeah. happen. And she was so good. I mean, she was so cute and so funny with yeah. everything that she was doing that it just relaxed me from the yeah. get go. And it was nice to have a professional doing that and putting me in a place where I needed to like receive, just relax and receive. And that kind of gets me to tips. So what tips would you have for women who want to go about looking for somebody to do a boudoir session with, particularly those that aren't near us who can't yeah. work with you directly and how yeah. to prepare. 
You want to go with somebody who's been established, right? So they have a website and they have a social media kind of presence. So you can kind of see their work. The next thing to do would be reach out to them. And hopefully they do like a phone consultation of some sort. I know most of us do just from the nature of our work. We like to connect with people prior to the session because as much as I'm a stranger to you, you're a stranger to me. So I don't want some creepy man showing up as much as they probably don't want a creepy man that they think that I'm Stephanie but I'm really not. I'm some old creepy man in the studio. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. So you want to make sure that you're obviously being safe and you want to be with an established, well-known studio. Try to speak with them on the phone beforehand and just kind of interview them, mm-hmm. you know, and just like feel it out. If you are comfortable, that's great. If you're not really feeling it, then just move on and just see if you can find somebody else that you like. It can be a long process. It doesn't have to be yeah. an overnight process. As far as preparing for your shoot, you don't have to do anything really too crazy. I don't want anybody to ever feel like they have to go above and beyond before their shoot. The biggest thing is don't get a spray tan or try to tan before your shoot. You can look orange on camera um, and it can be really hard to mask. So that's my biggest tip is don't get a spray tan before. If you like to get your nails done, a fresh manicure or pedicure. Yeah. Don't have chipped nail polish. It drives me nuts. Otherwise, just have plain nails. It's better than having chipped nail polish. Oh, Um, Some people like to have a wax done before. That's always great. But if you're more of a natural person, I'm never going to be like, you got to wax everything. (laughs) I remember I listened to your previous episode. I know what you did to prepare. Which I would have ultimately told you, you're good. You don't need to do that, but <laughs> but you did it. So. I know. Panic set in. But yeah, so wax is always great. But otherwise, yeah, just come with some outfits and, you know, everything else from there we've got. It's really just basic things that you you need to do. And mm-hmm. yeah, make sure you eat something the morning of. It is kind of like a workout. Yeah. So And drink water, hydrate. <laughs> Yes. Hydrate. I know. I always tell people now because I'm like, I should have told you it's kind of like a workout. I apologize. I should have told you to like stretch it out before you got here. Yes. Yeah. I was glad that I had been doing some yoga and was able to kind of move in those ways. Yes. Um, I love that. Make sure your polish either definitely not chipped. So mm-hmm. either get a mani-pedi or just, just like no. take it off. Make it plain. Yeah. So outfits you've got some in your studio I'm guessing a lot of folks you know also have some things in their studios but one of the things that you told me is and that I've seen in some of your photos that you've posted is it doesn't have to be lingerie and it doesn't have to be anything that looks like lingerie like you've had people come in in all kinds of just like t-shirts and jeans and suspenders and um, Mm. things like that so thinking about what you want to wear it could be anything that feels comfortable and sexy and fun, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's one thing that I really stress to people because not everybody is a lingerie person and not everybody loves lingerie. So, I mean, I obviously ask that we do a couple shots in lingerie just because that's kind of what it is, but obviously I have a lot of pieces. So if someone comes to me and they're like, I have no idea. I always have suggestions, but yeah, like just the other day I had somebody come in and she brought in like full outfits. Like she did one and she did like a faux leather pant with like a black bra and like a white blouse. And that was really fun. And we just kind of did like kind of a rock and roll kind of chick kind of vibe. And then um, she also brought like a pair of jeans and a flannel. And then again, just kind of a different kind of bra underneath and, you know, some cute shoes. And yeah, I've just had people bring all kinds of stuff and like just jeans in general. Like what's sexier than a good fitting pair of jeans, you know, especially like for my booty girls. I mean, they can be really flattering. So don't have to stick to the traditional. Whatever you feel good and confident in is what I'm most worried about. Love it. Okay. So I'm going to ask you our standard guest question as we close salon and spa. Is this more of for you personally, um, pampering or necessary maintenance? I'd say it's more pampering for me. Is I, yeah, I'm, well, I'm getting better. I'm Uh starting to get my eyebrows done. I'm getting them laminated nowadays. They look gorgeous. <laughs> and, uh, I've been noticing them the whole time. Like your skin and your eyebrows look amazing. And I'm like you. a mess right now. So I'm no, no. <laughs> you look good all the time. What are you talking about? We both do. Um, we both do. 
as far as getting like nails done or anything like that, yeah, it's definitely more of a pampering experience. I definitely like, I don't do it very often. I happen to work a lot because I'm a little <laughs> bit of a workaholic. And so I tend to put myself on the back burner. So yes, I'm, I'm trying to get better about it. But yes, more mm-hmm. of a, a pampering experience for me. Got it. Everybody's on the spectrum for this um, question, which is why we love to ask it. So thank you. Yeah. It's a fun question to ask. I love it. Yeah. Well, I, this was a very pampering experience to do. Uh, I highly recommend it. So you can be found where? So you can look me up on my website. You can find me there. It's just smsboudoir.com. So my initials, otherwise I'm on social media. So you can find me on Facebook or on Instagram and it's just boudoir by Steph on Instagram. Uh, But otherwise, yeah, that's where you can kind of find me. And obviously here, which I'm so happy and honored that you asked me to do this. This is so cool. I was like, (laughs) I'm going to be on a podcast. I've never done that before. So that's kind of fun. So thank you for having me. That was really cool. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you so much. And um, look forward to connecting again. Yes, I'd love to. All right. Thanks, Steph. Yeah, thanks, Harper. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you have questions or stories of your own to share, we want to hear from you. Email us at salonconfessionspodcast at gmail.com or find us on the socials at Salon Confessions Podcast. Salon Confessions Podcast is recorded live in Jen Lawrence's nail studio while she's giving me a manicure and produced and edited by me, Harper Hudson. Today's episode featured an interview with Stephanie Shingen. You can find her at smsboudoir.com. My boudoir session makeup artist was the adorable machine herself, Caitlin Spa, and you can find her at makeupbycaitlin.com, C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Additional production support for this episode was provided by Rue Spence at Cynivia Studios. Thank you for listening. Make sure to like and subscribe to Salon Confessions podcast wherever you listen. Your engagement makes this podcast possible. And remember, you are beautiful and deserve to feel like it, no matter your age, size, shape, or any other criteria. You are gorgeous. See you next time.